it's going to do a scream. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Squatch Cast. It's time to check to the wreck it. Let's begin. Party on party, people. It's Cody. <laughs> it's Dexter. It's Max. Uh, it's Space Jam time. <laughs> this week we watched Space Jam. This week we watched a legitimately very convincing and well put together thing for once. Yeah, finally. Um, it was very long. Yes, It a was very long. to unpack. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna do my very best here to describe to 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 you, the audience, my friends, the definitive guide to Bigfoot. Uh, we watched this on YouTube. If you'd like to watch it yourself, just uh, search uh, the definitive guide to Bigfoot in YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's about an hour twenty minutes long. Yeah. And uh, I think if you're looking to be convinced that Bigfoot exists, uh, this is like your number one shot at it. I would agree with that. Uh well I think it depends on your personality yeah, but I think it was quite it was pretty good yeah. it was pretty good at times yeah. Dexter I noticed that you were almost defending Bigfoot's existence yeah I know while watching the it was show. great I also I had a moment of reflection earlier this week and uh I think that maybe when I said I was a two I was lying oh really to myself to yourself and wow. to you to look the cool audience on the podcast not even to look cool but just because like i never actually really thought about what it meant to be a, a two because like a two is basically a zero you know like a two is like i don't really believe in bigfoot at all and sure. it's like and it, it kind of depends on what you're talking about when you're talking about bigfoot it's like because like i i'm fairly certain that there is some large undiscovered ape somewhere on the planet yeah like I would say that I, I I could say that with almost absolute certainty. Yeah, no kidding. I just like the that's the thing is like Sasquatch specifically, quite a bit lower, but like still. Anyways. Anyways. Um. Yeah. So one of the comments we've received from uh from our our listeners. Our is listener. That our listener specific. Uh, one <laughs> listener. Uh, but one listener who I respect very much. Uh. Uh, I'm just gonna come out and give you some on-air love. Uh, it's it's my man, my dude, JJ McCullough, famous journalist. Uh, That's right. Uh, you know, ad advisor to very f famous, important people. Uh, Our journalist is hmm. eh. also YouTube sensation. You uh, he's he's many things. Thank uh, thank you, JJ, for your patronage. He's a man of many hats. Yeah. Um, but he 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 mentioned this, and uh, I kind of understand where it's coming from. We aren't always super structured in our <laughs> delivery of the material yeah. to you, especially in our reviews, uh, and that can be kind of confusing yeah. uh, in terms of like what did they actually watch and what the what happened or yeah yeah. So um, this week I'm gonna try something a little bit new. We'll see how it goes. If it mm -hmm. sucks, we'll throw it in the garbage can, yeah, <laughs> and we'll never talk about it ever again. We might even delete the episode. Yeah, we might even just just throw the episode in the garbage can. I don't think we're gonna. No, I, I, these are really important to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to go through chronologically and kind of divide what this was into a series of components. Uh, and then I'm going to kind of describe each component. And my dudes here are going to uh, chime in uh, whenever they want. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's take it from there.
Bigfoot or Sasquatch, as it's called. The uh, the setup for this is that you know we all know there's Bigfoot's a phenomenon. They get you know hundreds and hundreds of reportings every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said 400 sightings uh, in in British Columbia alone. Uh, yeah, that was what surprised me right off the bat about this show is like how much of it takes place in Vancouver. Yeah, this yeah. this show kind of comes hot out the gate, just saying, uh, hey. You know, the Pacific Northwest, specifically around Vancouver, Canada, is where you want to be. If Chilliwack, you're... man. Yeah. A uh, lot of stuff in Chilliwack. Yeah. Chilliwack. Chilliwack. <laughs> Two he, men yeah. on a road in Chilliwack. Yeah. <laughs> as the as the announcer inconsistently uh, pronounced it. Yeah, that was great. Um, but, uh, yeah, so they, they, they talk a little bit about that. They, they set it up as, you know, there's this, there's something going on. There's got to be because, you know, otherwise there wouldn't be just all of these people calling in to say this is happening um and yeah they, they focus on the, the bc area specifically they they kind of open it up with uh chilliwack where they're, they're talking about three sightings that took place within like 10 kilometers of each other uh two of which happened on the same night on the same stretch of road by people who had no contact with each other mm-hmm. cool which is like that's pretty unheard of in my experience um from this is uh, at first glance it's like well okay that lends some credibility but but think about this guys if and i'm i can't believe i'm the one suggesting this but if you're a dude in a suit yeah and you're running up and down the side of the highway yeah. more, more than one people are more than one person is going to see you yeah, that's true that is true you would probably want more than one person to see you yeah I, just, I think i think what it is is that in that in the case of two sightings of two unrelated sightings but in the same area um it has to be a hoax perpetrated by a person wearing a suit. You know, like it, it takes yeah. you're no, you don't have to believe the individual who's seeing it. You have to you have to believe that there isn't a guy in a suit. And it's a lot easier to believe that there isn't a guy in a suit because that just seems like a waste of a Friday. It's yeah, it's but true. I mean, it's true. That can get used up for basically any time anybody does a hoax. And yeah, true. And sometimes like there's people there, there are people who I feel like, you know, that's what they you, live for. Yeah. And even me personally, like that would be a good goof. That like, would be really I, sometimes fun. I spend I spend time thinking about like what would be the best, most convincing way to like really goof these people who really believe in it. Yeah, I think what it would be is is to okay spend about a year making a podcast where you talk about how maybe you believe in <laughs> Sasquatch, maybe you don't, and then down the line see it and get a video and release it. And be like I'm convinced. Yeah, um, I like I love it. I think we should try. It's the long game. So, so yeah, we've got we've got the Bigfoot phenomenon, and uh, the next thing that this series wants to do is uh, it brings its panel of experts to the fore. Um, and f- for the first time in anything we've watched, there's a series of people with backgrounds that I respect academically. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have uh, people from McMaster University uh, in Ontario. Uh, I think it's in Ontario, right? McMaster, I, I think I think so. I don't um, know. From Idaho, we have uh, Jeff Meldrum from Idaho State. The Classic best, Jeff. Love the him. best. Uh, we have um, I didn't get his last name. His first name was Bill, uh, but he, I just call him Bill English. He's from Oxford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also had uh, Anna Nikarin, I think. The most attractive person we have ever encountered while watching footage for this podcast. Yeah, this was an interesting thing that came up while we were watching. Is we, we took a brief second to take a think about like 
who is the prettiest person that <laughs> yeah, likes terrible. that likes being like likes looking for Bigfoot? And uh, it became clear to us that it was it's actually Anna. well. I, I was going to say Max, but uh, oh, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we have uh, we have all these people from like pretty reputable universities. Uh, we've talked a little bit about Jeff Meldrum, uh, Ian Redmond, who is actually like a field biologist who does work with silverback gorillas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he brings an interesting perspective. Uh, and uh, yeah, that that's oh, there was also, I guess technically, uh, he's not mentioned. He's not really part of the panel. But my my old professor from Simon Fraser University, Rudy Reimer, is also in this show. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, um, so the first thing they do after they've got their kind of panel assembled is they they go through like the best existing evidence, uh, which, you know, they they use something that I hadn't realized, uh, the discovery of the Billy Ape. Yeah, this yeah. was like one of the big highlights for me for this whole thing because the Billy Ape is, as we learned, is like a five-foot-tall, 300-pound chimpanzee-like ape yeah. that was just discovered. Yeah, yeah. like after 2000, yeah. post-9-11. Post, it's a post-9-11 ape. Yeah. yeah, which is amazing. It's also really interesting that the villagers have been telling, you know, European scientists yes. about it for years. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. And we didn't believe them. Until well, it's not real until an American films it. That's yeah. right. That might be one of the lessons we learn about ourselves as, yeah. you know, like European. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, fucked up, but it's the reality of our truths. Our, our, the things in, in our world don't yeah. exist until one of us has seen them. I know, it's fucked up. And recorded it. Yeah, yeah. it's fucked uh yeah and they also uh they also like they do a little bit of a a kind of a mini night investigation i wrote where uh it was uh, ian redmond in the forest looking at stick structures and stuff like that the stick the stick structures come up a lot in like bigfoot um stuff in bigfoot stuff uh lots and lots of like amateur bigfoot hunters are always talking about these these structures and and uh what's interesting um that uh, the one scientist uh, Redmond was talking about is that what they're building it, but it's definitely not a shelter. Yeah. It, assuming yeah. it's Bigfoot, yeah. may put basically it's like teepeeing a couple of sticks yeah. together. Um, but it's not; it's definitely not a shelter. And yeah. there is a lot of uh, speculation within the Bigfoot community as what these things could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not convinced that it's not just a couple of trees that have fallen, fallen yeah, into that it's... area. But yeah. um, you know, I think that if we had a uh, this is a phenomenon that is um, is recognized by the Bigfoot sort of research community. I yeah. don't know what it is about them that has convinced them that this is not a naturally occurring thing. Um, but I got to believe at some point that these guys, when they go out there, they're not going to rally behind a piece of evidence if it's so easily debunked. Yeah. So there's got to be something going on there. Well, and like when he was inspecting the one that he saw, he sort of, he like called attention to the fact very briefly that it was broken off and moved like it it, it wasn't yeah. like the stump that the tree fell from wasn't right next to the structure yeah which yeah. doesn't isn't to say that like some person didn't do it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like yeah it's very yeah and, and anyways the the other part of this too is actually was actually pretty interesting is they go like in the actual nighttime portion of this they uh they have a lady that's kind of with their crew. She kind of is recurring throughout this show. She yeah. I think she's from Duncan. Yeah. She's a uh, an older lady and she does a call and uh receives a call back, which oh, man, was yes. pretty 
Yeah, wow. I forgot about that. And they did a and, good job of it. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't. It wasn't over sensationalized. You could actually hear it, and they didn't. Well, the most convincing thing about the whole, but that whole sequence is how uh, the scientists, when they came back, especially the woman who made the call, they were just like stone faced, stone faced. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like, "Holy shit, did you hear that? Did you hear that?" With a yeah. camera like right up in their grill, like yeah. in darkness, like acting scared or anything like that. They were okay. just like. Okay, we heard this thing. They played it three times, and then they moved on. Yeah. And it's exactly what I want from Finding yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah that's like, how you do it. Yeah, they like they replayed it enough times because like the first time I didn't hear it, you didn't hear it. None of us heard it. No. Mm-hmm. The second time I like I, we kind of heard it, and then the third time you're like, okay, I get what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit of a thing. I know how many times in Finding Bigfoot are they like, did you hear that? And it's like, no. And then it's like, no, we didn't. Too bad. <laughs> yeah, too bad. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, you can oh, fix God. that in editing. Yeah. Um. The uh, the next part that we uh, we oh sorry the other kind of evidence that goes in with this this is all part of their evidence building uh, part they get some tracker dogs out and I don't understand what the tracker dogs did they smelled some I think they smelled dirt from footprints one was fifty years old and and found in like Oregon <laughs> yeah. and one I know and one was yeah. like one was like two months old and found in the Rockies and one of the dogs sort of found a smell. But, but then they just like left it. Like I think they that just was like, so fun. I don't yeah. know. I'm thinking about that now and how kind of like weird that is is to just be like, hmm. So we had our dogs out there, and the dogs can confirm that this piece of dirt smells like something. Yeah, yeah. It it's was a smelly piece of dirt. We yeah. got a smelly piece of dirt on our hands. Yeah, it was a very unconvincing sequence. Well, and, and it yeah. didn't go anywhere. Like they could have. Yeah. I think they probably could have cut it, but they'd already spent all that money on those yeah. dogs. But you know what? I like the I liked the fact it's a good that try. we saw them try something, yeah. and we're basically yeah. like, you yeah, know, it didn't really work, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's science, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ooh, baby, that's like that's what I like about the science. Ooh, baby, when... I love your science. <laughs> <laughs> I love your science. Uh, and the the next kind of uh, piece that they they put in this kind of evidence building section is the crown jewel. Of of bigfooting, uh, it's time to break down the Patterson Gimlin film. Yes. Yup. I'll tell you who took those lunches. That damn Sasquatch. 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 Um. This was actually very enlightening. Yeah. I. This yeah. was my one of my favorite takes because. Like we talk about this almost every week. Yeah, it's hugely important. You can't not. But sure. I'm gonna. Do you mind if I start with something yeah. oh, that please. I learned that was new about this? Yeah. Um. So I knew that uh, Patterson was super into Bigfoot before he filmed it. Me too. Yeah. Um. But I didn't know that he had a book that had like pictures of Bigfoot in it. Yeah. But more importantly, I didn't know that there is like pictures of female Sasquatches in that book right. with the large breasts yeah. just like you see in the mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. So n- now I'm all wigged out. Like I, that yeah. really shook my worldview on that. Yeah. And like they do a really good job in this of like kind of because they, they, they sort of they're like this is a pretty good like uh, as a guy who knows stuff about silverback gorillas this like the short hair near the lower back yeah the shape of the back like uh, the way he's walking um the way he's looking over his shoulder people say it's very human but gorillas do that too totally like they do a really good job of building it up and then they tear it apart you felt that way but i mean like i i still i like they like they didn't definitively convince me it wasn't real or it was real yeah. sorry i'm yelling into the mic <laughs> uh, they didn't definitively convince me that it was real or wasn't real but they they I really appreciated that they built it up and then tore it down and they like 
they kind of gave you both sides in a way that yeah. I thought was fairly complete. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think, yeah, especially all of the stuff uh, that we learned about Patterson's history, like the fact that he authored that book about yeah. um, about Bigfoot, the fact that he was in the middle of like preparing to shoot a movie about Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, they presented that. Uh, that was, it's an intriguing piece of evidence, and it can be a that can be seen from two sides of this two sides of the coin right yeah where on one side okay well this is the evidence that leads up to pointing that the patterson film is a hoax yeah here you know he he wrote this book and he drew a picture of a female bigfoot with big swinging boobs in it mm -hmm. and then he went out and he made a suit in preparation for his film and he shot it like gorilla boobs. gorilla style yeah. or maybe it's cause maybe it's um it's uh it's like he had this back. He had this body of knowledge already. Mm -hmm. um, he knew where the Bigfoot was going to be because of the research. Yeah. He knew what it looked like, so he went out and he filmed the fucking thing. Yeah, you know. One of the things that I like in my pro camp, all of the things that they don't like about this about the Patterson Gimlin film are things that have nothing to do with the frames or footage itself. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's all it's all based on uh, you know Bill Patterson being a bit of a charlatan. Yeah. Uh, but when they look at the uh, the actual footage, there's like, oh no, it looks. And to me, still, like the st the footage still looks good to me. Yeah, I also really appreciated that they called attention to the fact that like at the time that this was filmed, there was no spandex, there was no really good synthetic fur. Totally. Like I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, people didn't have. There weren't a lot of photographs of silverback gorillas. I mean, that's like yeah. the biggest ape there that we have yeah. on record. And like people say, oh well, you know, he, they made an ape suit, but nobody knew what. Like in 1967, yeah. like show me footage of a giant ape. Like they, there Kong. isn't any. Well, you get King Kong. Yeah, yeah, like exactly, yeah. right. Um, so so that was really interesting. And the other kind of uh, the how they tra transition into the next section is by uh, a brief discussion of the skunk ape in Florida. That and so. They're, they're kind of point the re how it gets to the skunk ape discuss discussion is that they're talking about the Patterson Gimlin film and how like it set off you know all of these sightings all over America mm -hmm. especially in Florida around like the 19 like 60s and 70s where really there'd been no kind of suggestion of Bigfoot sightings up until that point yeah and then all of a sudden the Patterson Gimlin film comes out and all of a sudden you have this skunk ape popping up everywhere all these yeah. sightings of it yeah in Florida yeah and uh, the explanation they give for that is they, they show you the picture of the skunk ape, and then... It's a freaky picture. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's horrifying to behold. Yeah. Uh, and then they uh, they show you a picture of a chimpanzee next to it, which is equally horrifying <laughs> yeah. to behold. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Probably just I, did they, yeah. Did yeah, they like even chimpanzee. Yeah, did they even say it was a chimpanzee, or did they just show you the picture and, like, let you realize? No, no, they were pretty... Uh, okay, like, yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, they did a big talk about how, like, yeah, lots of people, you know, buy chimpanzees when they're cute little babies, and then they, when they get big and people realize that they'll murder you in your sleep. Yeah, because they're they, terrifying. Yeah, then they throw them out into the bush and yeah. let them murder, you know, the wild Totally. Life. Yeah. There's a lot of really, um, there's a real terrible trend in Florida with buying exotic animals and, like, you know, making, trying to make your own zoo or like yeah. big cats, that type of stuff. So it is oh, yeah. totally not unreasonable to think that there was a bunch of moronic people who went out about a bunch of apes yeah. and then they got big and scary and violent and they yeah. either escaped or they just let them into the forest. And like, yeah. I mean, that doesn't mean skunk ape doesn't exist. It, it just, just means, means that skunk ape is a, is a, is like a really, it's a chimpanzee. And the reason it stinks is because it's basically like a giant raccoon. 
Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's living in a swamp, eating shit in Miami. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, so the the next thing the next thing that they've got to do uh, is say this this brings a really good point and something that has not been done in any of the other Bigfoot movies we've watched they take uh, the year of the Patterson Gimlin film and say you know this is confounding we're going to remove every sighting in our kind of catalog of sightings that has happened after the release of the Patterson which Gimlin is film. Well, you got to do it it makes so much sense yeah mm. I I feel I get why they're why they're doing it because they don't want to they just want to rule out all that stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, like, um, and actually this goes back to when they're doing the analysis of the Patterson-Giblin, one of the guys, the English guy whose name we can't seem to remember, he's talking about how um, the source of the video or the source of any photographic evidence oh, yeah, this was really is how much, if you trust that person, then you'll trust the evidence more, right? Yeah. And um, the one of the things that led me to be uh, so intrigued by Bigfoot is just listening to the amount of um, eyewitness reports, and when you listen to those people talk, uh, you can just the, you can just hear the truth in what they're saying. I'm not saying they saw Bigfoot, but I'm saying, man, are they not? They they're are convinced. convinced. Yeah, they're not lying, right? Yeah. And it's a shame that they just categorically would say we can't listen to you because you mm. saw your thing last week. And we just because of this one, because of the greatest piece of video evidence ever, yeah, we're not going to, we cannot take you seriously. It just doesn't seem. And I, I, I know, know where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. But they show a, a graph of Bigfoot sightings. Yes. And they, they show the marker of where the Patterson Gimlin film is. And yeah. it's basically like, it just explodes. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, yeah, they're getting like a couple of, like a couple of dozen sightings a year up until then. And then, not like, even from like a the, couple dozen. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. but but it, but the cool thing is, is like it's from like the 1700s yeah. up until like the 60s. You have a nice static line of like yeah. regular reports yeah. up until like the 1967, and then all of a sudden you have like thousands. But at the of same reports. time, like the There's population also, blo- like blowing up. There's like yeah. a lot more suburban development, like people going into the forest more. Yeah. But that population boom doesn't happen in 1960. Yeah. Well, I mean, the boomers hit their like teens. The All of a sudden, maybe they want to go. Yeah, that graph. No, I agree. Is like, I think that there's lots of reasons for that, for the sudden increase in, in the reports there, and I and and the Gimlet, the Patterson Gimlin film is definitely part of it. But there's two ways to look at it. Okay, so it can't you can't just say the film happened and therefore everybody who's reported afterward is a liar. Like that no, makes no sense. No. And I don't right? think they're saying that. I think what they're saying is is that the film happened and now you have an abundance. Not everyone, definitely not everyone's a liar, but there's enough hoaxers that have come out of this that it yeah. taints the pool. Sure. Okay. So there's going to be, you could say that there are hoaxers, or you could say that there are people who saw a bear but had maybe Bigfoot in their mind because of the because yeah. of the film. But you could also say that there are people who, um, you know, just because though that's the amount of reports, it doesn't mean that's the increase in yeah, sightings, true. right? Yeah, that's the increase in reported sightings. So that yeah. same amount of people could have been. Re- could have been seeing this type of thing beforehand and just but just never themselves. felt like yeah kept it to themselves because there was no precedent for this and well, then suddenly there's a precedent and they're like holy shit that is what i saw the uh the other interesting thing about about that is that it comes with a, a geographic map so mm-hmm. when you rewind time and you go back past the patterson gimlin film all of a sudden most of the uh sightings in america disappear except for along the west coast in mm-hmm. the northwest coast like, yeah that's where they've been the entire time yeah like regular sightings throughout you know northern california oregon washington i think it's like it's like it's not that like they're not 
discounting all of the sightings, but they're saying if there's like a rich and long history of sightings, these are more reliable. And if we're trying to prove that Sasquatch exists at all, and not that he exists in specific places, we should go to these places where there's such a long history. Sure. Because it's the easiest. Sure, sure. So, I, I mean, I, I to- I'm totally with yeah. you guys on that. Yeah, totally. I, and I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah I just... Um, uh, listen, you know, this... Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, if Sasquatch is around, it's probably in the Pacific Northwest. I, if somebody came to me and was like, oh, I'm in Ohio or I'm in, like, yeah. Rhode Island or I'm in northern, Rhode Island, S- northern yeah, yeah. Saskatchewan or, yeah. like, some plain state, right? I'd just be like, no. No, you, no whatever I, you saw, you're wrong. But. And I, I don't, I, I often wonder if that makes me like an exoticist, where it's like, no, like I live in British Columbia, I know, I have a personal relationship with Sasquatch, yeah. because I am from the place that he is from. Sure, sure. Uh, and but, he can't be where you are because well, he only is where I'm from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's probably a lot of other really weird and exotic and very rare animals out there in those other places yeah. that we don't know about. Um, but they're just but not I'm, as cool. It's not as not a as giant cool. fucking ape. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next the next section is th- this is kind of all of the evidence they presented. The next section that they want to get to is okay, you know, if there is this giant ape, what kind of culprits are we looking at? Like who, what could be the biological explanation? It has to fit within our, within our understanding of science. It has to fit. Yeah. So who are... So it's an animal. So it eats, it fucks, it dies. It does yeah. stuff in between. It cries. Yeah. It cries. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why that, I don't, I don't know why that, I thought that was so funny. That's, that's really funny. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so some of the, they, they kind of, they kind of go, looking at the fossil evidence that's where that's where the bulk of their sorry the bulk of their ideas uh come from with what this potentially could be Mm -hmm. and um they they go for an origin story that starts kind of like in eastern asia almost yeah you have the yeti in the himalayas you have the mende barun in india Mm -hmm. you have the yaren in china and these are all like there's like long histories rich cultural traditions and the uh, descriptions are very similar very similar Also, the uh, also located around the the finding, sorry, the location where uh, the Gigantopithecus uh, skeletal material was found, which is rad. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so, uh, so and th- kind of, this is yeah. all kind of stuff we heard before. Yeah. yeah, this is like this is not this is not yeah. new news. Yeah. So they establish this and they say, okay, you know, where's how does it get to Canada or how does it get to like the Pacific Northwest? There, they suggest that it evolved in. Uh, in, in, Asia. Yeah, in Asia, and then crossed the Bering Land Bridge, and then maybe evolved a little more. Yeah, maybe got a little bit different. Um, so, you know, they're they're looking for a specific culprit though, and the 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 one that they keep coming back to. Uh, well, they they have a couple, but they they start off with Homo heidelbergensis. Yeah, which uh, is just uh, if you're not an archaeology nerd, it's like a really big version of Neanderthal, like a very yeah. tall version of Neanderthal. Like mm-hmm. a, like a six foot five, fucking three hundred pound, like. It's it's uh, it basically it's like it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Homo Schwarzeneggerensis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they kind of take us on a tour through all these different Neanderthals. I don't know, Cody, you're the expert. Are they all ne- considered Neanderthals? Well, they're only Homo Neanderthalensis is a Neanderthal okay. uh, or Neanderthal, depending on how you pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, someone. Sorry, someone's hollering outside. We got Bigfoot calls coming from right. outside my window on the way in. <laughs> 
Like, so it's Bigfoot's at the front door. He's tired of his shit talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, sorry, uh, back to the, the Homo floresiensis. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they're all members of the genus Homo. So Homo floresiensis, Homo neanderthalensis, Homo heidelbergensis, Homo sapiens. This is kind of like our family, mm-hmm. our, our fossil family. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're all bipedal primates. That's kind of the, the big thing there. Yeah, sure. um, a lot of them use tools. Uh, some of them you know the evidence for that is a little more sketchy but. Do, does any do any of them have like the girth though that like the bigfoot reports would suggest no that's well as far as i understand like the big thing that comes out a lot when we're talking about bigfoot often is like the cone shape of the head like like the kind of the yeah. raised which is a much more gorilla like trait yeah and like in every drawing you see and every kind of recreation you see of sasquatch it's got like this big dome head. it's a cone head yeah, it's a cone it'll head. make bryn Puko yeah. puke. <laughs> oh, that's a very inside joke. We have yeah. one very specific friend who becomes nauseous at the mention of Conan. <laughs> I don't blame. It's uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you just drop his full name too? I can't. Yeah, I, yeah, I did. Gonna look him up. On the <laughs> okay. well, he has a business. He'll be happy about that. Yeah, there you go. Um, He'll get some website traffic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, they they kind of come to the to the conclusion that if if Sasquatch is a thing in the Pacific Northwest, you have three kind of options. It's going to be Homo heidelbergensis. Uh, it's going to be uh, a relic species of uh, Gigantopithecus or like more of an ape-like thing. Yeah. Or it's going to be just a wild human, a homo, like Homo sapiens, but but like a wild Homo sapiens, like mm-hmm. Homo sapiens on spring break. Yeah. Just <laughs> flashing its breasts. Yeah. Yeah. So looking um, over its shoulder. Looking over its shoulder. I, I thought this was. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, they spent a lot of time basically going into the theory about this being a. Uh, some sort of ancient man species. Right? Yeah, yeah. And um, man, I just thought it was, uh, it was that was a great idea, and something that we had never really encountered before. But n- uh, no, like no, I can't. No, it's not big enough to be. They can't. And those yeah. things. Th- and those th- those uh, ancient people would have been like used tools and things like this. You know, start campfires, hunt with spears. The Bigfoot is not doing that. Bigfoot throws rocks. <laughs> This is yeah. this is our understanding. Like this is a. Uh, I think it's maybe it's our culture's fault. Maybe we've built this story. Maybe the story of Bigfoot, the, the idea of Bigfoot we, that, that we have, we've collectively produced in this way because we we kind of have an idea of what we know it to be. Yeah. And so we look for like reaffirming things of that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't like the the idea that it's a person. I think that what about some the huge sightings. feet? Yeah. 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 I think that but some. What about the yeah. huge feet? I think some sightings could be people. Yeah. No. I, like I, I'll give them that. Yeah. Sure. It's like it's like I'm sure that like and the thing is is like also you hear people describing like ape-like men and then you hear like like when you're talking about sightings from like the late 1800s and they're and they're saying I don't know it was like a dude who was really hairy it's like that could have been an ape. I don't know. It was like it was like 1890. They didn't know. They were like, I don't know. It's shaped kind of like a man. Like you know, they don't yeah. know about monkeys that much. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I'm like, like projecting like sure. whatever back on history. But like, it seems to me like, yes. it would be so understandable. The reports, the reports yeah. that we're hearing that yeah. w- would suggest that it was some sort of caveman. Yeah. Maybe they're just wrong. Maybe, well, maybe it's they're more just likely like, than it's a yeah. monkey. Maybe I just don't know how to describe this in any other way. Or maybe they saw some men. Or maybe a combination of the two. Yeah, maybe there was. Yeah, exactly. You know, like if anything, I would say maybe it, maybe there was some sort of relic, uh, to you, to borrow your term, of some pocket uh, Neanderthal-like species of human, really isolated in a cave somewhere, and then Russian soldiers showed up and shot them all. Yeah, and that was the end of that. 
you know? Maybe the movie Descent is actually a real documentary. That's basically what happens in the movie Descent, by the oh, way. Okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, like I'm high, not catching it, that reference. It's a bunch of sexy ladies sexy in caves. Sexy ladies. Oh. And they're, they're spelunking. And Gollum fucks them up. Oh, jeez. It's a good horror It's movie. really good. I would recommend it. Oh, yeah? You should totally watch okay, it. Okay, cool. Yeah. The Descent. Will do. Will yeah. do. Um, yeah, so that's really, like, they kind of, that was their big drive home is that they've got these three kind of guy, these three kind of possibilities, and we just really can't know. They kind of pull their own team to mixed results, where like you have a couple of believers, a yeah. couple of skeptics, and one who's kind of in between. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah, the, the definitive guide to Bigfoot, a Sasknostic. You said it the first time. <laughs> Holy shit! I've so, been practicing. <laughs> you just stand in front of the mirror. In front of the mirror. Sasknostic. Sasknostic. something fall over there in the I, other I did, too. I did hear too. that. So check it out. You guys, uh, we've watched The Definitive Guide to Bigfoot. Yeah. Is this a yass squatch <laughs> or a nass squatch? <laughs> this is a yass squatch. I get the yass squatch. This is a yass squatch. Go yeah. watch this one right now. What yeah. are you doing listening to this podcast? It's, Turn this podcast off. Go watch The Definitive yeah, Guide to yeah. Bigfoot. It's a long one, though. Get yeah, ready. Get maybe ready. Like, maybe make a, some like maybe make a croissants or something. Yeah. yeah. Get yourself a plate of nachos yeah. ready. Yeah. Pour yourself a delicious glass of wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get yourself, a, <laughs> uh, you know, a canard confit. Yeah. Uh, that's that's how you pronounce I it. I like that. And uh, just you know, just give yourself a nice Do night you in. Get a face mask. Yeah. Get those Bior strips. Pull some <laughs> pimple Bior shits out of your nose. Strips. Ooh, baby. Yeah. That's uh, a nice way. Do to you treat got some yourself. cucumbers for your eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> Don't use them. Then you can't see the movie. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Take the cucumbers off <laughs> your <laughs> eyeballs before you try to watch the movie. Um, where are you guys at in terms of our believability scale? Okay, so this? not entirely because of this. Fair enough. But because of this and the moment I had earlier this week, where I was like, I think I believed in Sasquatch more than I say I did. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a four. Wow, how exciting! And I think I've been, I think I've been like a three and a half all along. You know, okay, because it's just like, like it just occurred to me how far two is from ten and how close two is to zero. Yeah, and it's like I'm pretty sure something that's like a monkey exists somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, totally. Um, this this documentary, uh, you know, for me, it built a lot of things up that. This is actually the second time I've watched this because this is this is fucking what I do for fun. <laughs> Sometimes I realize that about myself and I'm just like, oh, God, why aren't you like playing hockey or like doing a normal human thing? Yep. Um, but no, uh, there's a lot of uh, pieces in this that like I find super compelling. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it also because it's a good piece, it's a good documentary. It also destroys a lot of the evidence that I used to think was compelling. Yeah, mm. And so I'm going to say this one does not affect my believe a meter wow you're still at a i think it was a it was a three last time yeah okay so yeah yeah but i i i feel like i gotta preface that with like if it if the question was has you know what sasquatch has ever existed mm-hmm. like for me the further back in time you go the closer to a 10 i get yeah because like sure yeah, like if you go back to Gigantopithecus, there then you go, right there. There, there is a Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah, and then as you go through, forward through time, it's like you know we've caused so many species to go extinct. It mm-hmm. just and like right now, looking around, it's like even you know since the 1950s, we might have driven them to extinction yeah. since the 1950s. That, that, that might that Patterson Gimlin film might have been the last living Sasquatch, if it was even a Sasquatch. Yeah, 
Yeah, there Anyways. was that the whole movie did kind of end on that depressing note that like maybe uh, maybe they did exist and they've just gone extinct with it with a whimper. Yeah, without us even realizing it. God, be a real shame. I hope not. Mm-hmm. I want. I don't want to live in a world where there's definitively not a Sasquatch. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I yeah. know. You can't answer that question. Yeah, my belief meter uh, after Ancient Aliens, I dropped down to a seven point five because I was so disturbed by all the insanity that was going on in that. But I'm back up to an eight. Yeah, after this one, and I do feel like I feel like with this documentary, are like regardless of like you said, you went down a bit from some things, you went up a bit from some things. But I think like the things you went up for, the evidence for them is much more solid. That's true. You know. Yes, it's, it's fortified. It's a fortified three. Or because whatever. this was a good documentary. Yeah. That, yeah. Like took its time and did a good job. Yeah. So totally, yeah. totally. You should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about was that one sort of like the one scene on the homestead where the family got that chased was crazy. out, and then they never went back to their home ever again. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm that's talking about. That's pretty... the type of thing that I hear, and I'm like, that sounds legit. Yeah. The, yeah, and like. Those stories too, like coming from like like before, like that was like the night, yeah, the nineteen thirties, nineteen forties, yeah. You don't leave your home. I know yeah. your home is an important thing that you've spent a lot of money on. You don't no abandon kidding. it unless no. something is seriously beefed. yeah. Give fucking your Russell gyms. Yeah, give that <laughs> Russells. All right, okay. all right. This has been a, a really fun time, guys. Yeah, yeah, yep, for sure. Um, yeah, sign let's off? let's sign off. Uh, I've been Cody. I've been Dexter. I've been Max. And you've been Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like. Yo, gabba gabba. <laughs>